your hour of Thrive Time begins now with your host, Jay Mamie, on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. The Jay Mamie Talk Show. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome once again to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. My name is Jay Mamie, and you are now embarking on your hour of Thrive Time. I got to tell you something, folks. Today's going to be a fantastic show. All of our shows have been fantastic. And 60 minutes from now, you'll see why I said that. But I want to welcome those of you that are visiting our show for the very first time today. Whether you have arrived here by invitation or by solicitation, (laughs) maybe you've had the show shared with you by someone else. I want you to know that we're excited that you are with us today for the very first time. I know that your investment of 60 minutes will have great dividends by the time it's all said and done with the content that we deliver week after week to help you thrive. And if you are a returning listener, let me thank you for continuing to support this program. We are now rocking and rolling around the world with listeners that are continuing to to tune in from all aspects of, uh, from all walks of life, from all areas of the country, here in the U.S., locally in Dallas, but also around the world. So thank you for coming back and supporting and sharing the show with others. I believe when there's value, people tell about it, and that's why you keep coming back. By the way, today's show is going to be sponsored by Texas Security Bank. The founder and president, Craig Sheaf, was a guest on the show the last week. He loves what we're doing and decided to be a sponsor of the show. So we're very appreciative that Texas Security Bank is sponsoring our show today. By the way, if you didn't have a chance to hear last week's episode, which was fantastic, it was Spotlight Sunday, and we highlighted four individuals that are really making an impact locally here in the DFW, but their messages resonated really with so many different people based on the feedback that I received right after the show was over and on the replay. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that prior episode. In fact, you can catch all of our episodes at the jmamietalkshow.com. So if you are listening for the first time and you think, wow, I've missed the the last 40 episodes. No, you have not. You can hop on over to the jmamietalkshow.com. Click on the archive section and you'll have a chance to binge here all of our prior episodes. And we've got fantastic episodes on there. And while you're on the site, make sure that you that you have a look at our authors, have a look at our business spotlights as well. These are great people bringing great value, which is why I had them on the show and which, which is why they are up on our website as well. While you're online, you might as well go to my personal site, thejmamie.com, thejmamie.com, and there you'll find my books, my blogs, all of my content, some videos, some helpful resources to help you continue on your Thrive journey. In fact, you're going to find that I'm about to release my latest book, Thriveology. It's a book about moving forward, and, and it's a wonderful book that has action-stoking, thought-provoking quotes and phrases that I have used over the last 10 years of my life that have inspired so many. That book is coming out over the next couple of weeks. Keep checking the website for the official release of that book. And while you're there, hop on over to my Thrivology shop. I think you'll like a lot of the items that we have there to continue to stay in a thrive-minded mindset throughout the course of the week. Many of you are staying connected with me also on social media. If you're on Twitter or on Instagram, let's connect. My tag is at the J Mamie. My handle, rather, is at the J Mamie. You could also find me on my Facebook page, the J Mamie on Facebook. Smash that like button and stay connected with me as well. I update and post date all sorts of content all the time. 
And if you're on LinkedIn, which is where a lot of you are connecting with me, let's connect on LinkedIn. However we stay connected, let's just make it happen so you and I could thrive together. Before I share with you my guest today, I got to tell you that I get excited about the guests that I bring on the show because I know that they're going to bring thriving value to your life and whatever endeavors that you are pursuing. And today's no different. My guest today is an NFL Super Bowl 50 champion cornerback, then with the Denver Broncos. He's a CEO. He is an entrepreneur maverick. He's also an author. He's got lots going on and lots to say. Kayvon Webster is going to join us today as our featured guest. And in our author spotlight is retired NYPD homicide detective and hostage negotiator, as well as an assistant professor at John Jay College in New York. He's also the CEO of A. Titus Consulting, as well as Forward Motion Life Success. Dr. Alfred Titus joins us a little later in the show to talk about his new book, Forward Motion, The Keys to Progress and Success. Now, before we get started, I wanted to share with you a thought or two about eviction notices. You see, this is the section of the show where I talk about thriving, and I call it the Jay Mamie Thrive Talk. And many of you have asked, hey, where's the Jay Mamie Thrive Talk section? Well, you've got a good one coming up. So I mentioned talking about eviction notices. And that's right, eviction notices. Now, you might be thinking, what in the world does eviction notices have anything to do with thriving? And that's a good question, by the way. Well, as one who has own rental property, I know very well the pros and the cons of dealing with tenants. The rental property experience can be wonderful when you have respectable and considerable and considerate tenants who pay on time, right? Here's the challenge though. Tenants that are less appreciative and more destructive can make for a miserable experience for a landlord. Isn't that true? Nonetheless, it is the chance you have to take when you pursue a residential rental property as an income stream, right? That's a chance you take when you're pursuing this rental property as a way to generate income. But the ugliest aspect is when you have to evict a tenant that has proven to be destructive, non-cooperative, and in some cases, even harmful. So any landlord who's gone through the process can attest that it's not pleasant. And, and, and quite frankly, it can take time. It can be very expensive to evict a tenant that has not produced anything favorable to you. But it has to be done in order to begin cleaning up the mess left behind and then starting the search for a better replacement. Not evicting that tenant can cause further harm to others as well if it's not removed. Isn't that true? Well, I want you to compare that experience, whether you've been a landlord or not. You understand what I'm talking about. Evicting a tenant that is creating havoc in the place that you've allowed them to live. If you understand that, then let me give you a similar comparison in our own minds. You see, we also have two tenants in our own minds. One tenant is a wonderful addition to our mental home (laughs) because it continues to add value and encouragement and support and fresh new ideas while the other tenant seems bent on destruction 
discouragement, and disillusionment. You see, the unfortunate part is that the less desired tenant seems to be, at times, carrying a tremendous amount of influence over our thoughts. And we allow that tenant extended stays. (laughs) In fact, we go as far as allowing him to move in more stuff into the garage, the basement, the attic, while the better tenant, the tenant that really deserves the space, the good tenant, the encouraging tenant, the empowering tenant, that tenant gets shortchanged of space. Isn't that what happens in our mental home? We give the tenant that is not the healthy one more room to create havoc. And the tenant that's the healthy one in our mental residency gets shortchanged of the space it really deserves. We have all experienced such things, haven't we? I mean, there's been occasions that we can all relate to that you would agree resonate with what I just shared. There may be some of you right now going through a mental residency dilemma. (laughs) If you're struggling with a hope, joy, and energy-sucking tenant in your own mental home who is wreaking havoc in your mental property, then it is time, my friends, it is time for an eviction proceeding to begin. Let the hearing of this message stir you to begin the eviction process, serving that mental tenant an eviction notice. You see, you can no longer afford this tenant to occupy your mental home. Decide that your life, your dreams, and your desires, they must trump having a dream-stealing, trash-talking tenant. (laughs) Slap them with an eviction notice and then accompany it with an immediate removal warrant. (laughs) I mean, you got to get down and nasty to get rid of energy-sucking, negatively-based Mental resident tenants, and we all have them. Can I encourage you right now that if you are dealing with a situation that in your own mental home is driving you nuts, is giving you agita, and you have to clean house, then begin the eviction process in your own mind. Begin the eviction process of getting rid of that negative tenant in your own mind. Then, here's the key, then shift your focus on providing the positive, motivated, and dream-seeking tenant more room to expand in your mental home while you replace the evicted tenant. Find one that will support, cherish, value, and add to your mental home. Begin the eviction process today in your home, your mental residency will flourish. Guys, I'm excited about today's show. We've only just begun and we'll be right back after the break. 
Hey, DFW friends, if you're looking to get minor painting done around the house this spring or have your whole house painted, then you need to call my friend Damien DeClerc. He's been in the painting industry for 20 years, and his company, Pro Painting, is the future of the painting industry. They do detailed, itemized quoting so that you know the price is right. So whether the job is big or small, you can trust Pro Painting to get the job done right. At Pro Painting, they take the pain out of painting. Visit him at dfwpropainting.com. Texas Security Bank is dedicated to elevating the champions of free enterprise. Founded by entrepreneurs, four entrepreneurs, 13 years ago, our lending products are customized to help your business succeed. You need more than capital. You need a champion. Learn more at www. I'm Randy Kelly, top dog here at the On Time Experts. No fancy music, no fanfare, because this is important. If something goes wrong with your AC this summer, call the On Time Experts and we'll arrive that same day. Guaranteed. If we don't, your repair will be free. Same day or it's free means same day or it's free. Okay, now you can jingle. 267-2007. The OnTimeExperts.com. How did the Cowboys draft turn out? Are they on track to a winning season plus results of elections here in DFW and the latest on how much of your money is being given away in Washington? I'm Ernie Brown. We'll talk about all of it Monday at 4 on 570 KLIF. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. On the line right now is my featured guest. As I mentioned earlier, Kayvon Webster is an NFL Super Bowl 50 champion cornerback, then with the Denver Broncos. He's played with some of the biggest teams in the NFL. He's a CEO. I believe he's an entrepreneur maverick. He's got all sorts of stuff going on. Plus, he's an author of his soon-to-be-released third book, I mean, brother, this brother's just getting started, so I'm excited to have Kayvon on the show. Kayvon, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Jay, for having me. I appreciate you. Brother, my pleasure to have you here with us to share your story. But before we dive into all of the goodness of what we're going to talk about uh, today, can you share a little bit about your story, considering you're known here in the U.S., but around the world where we have lots of listeners, they may not know the Kayvon Webster story. So if you can get us up to speed with that, I'd appreciate it. Um, I'm Kayvon Webster. I'm from Miami, Florida. Uh, my mom has four kids. I'm a college graduate from the University of South Florida. I was also uh, a track runner at uh, USF. Mm. I was able to be able to uh, touch some um, top collegiate uh, meets. Um, just a serial entrepreneur right now, um, a, fo- a football player, but more than a football player. Uh, actually, actually um, an activist in the community, uh, just doing a lot of things. There's, there's so many things to uh, say about myself. Uh, I think that I, it would be better if you can direct some, some things with, uh, with the questioning and then so I won't have to repeat it again and then we'll be able to uh, go from there. 
Well, brother, I got questions lined up for you that are going to keep the conversations moving in a way that will enlighten people of, of who you are. Because you're right, you've got a lot going on and we're going to dissect all of this. But you and I had a chance to meet about two years ago here in Dallas when we were both speaking at a youth event. Uh, do you remember yeah. that? Yes, sir. It yeah. was uh, me, Ronnie Braxton, and uh, it was uh, Dr. Williams. Right, right. So we were all there uh, sharing just our hearts and messages with with. Uh, a group of young kids there and that's how you and I connected and I was really impressed with you uh, not just because of the NFL career Kayvon but you had a lot going on and I was impressed by the book that you were writing at that time and we're going to get into all of that but I want to ask you something as a successful football player I mean you know most kids who grow up dreaming of being in the NFL uh, a Super Bowl championship ring is what they dream about having as the ultimate goal so you've done that i mean you, you've achieved that and you're still playing you're still pursuing and who knows if the next ring is is awaiting for you in the future but in addition to having all that you've taken such a strong interest into the life of an entrepreneur so i'm wondering what's inspiring you to take such an interest in the life of an entrepreneur uh it's a uh, real simple for me you know i was growing up uh i grew up with um, cousins, family, friends, you know, and you know, you look at the lifestyle that you have when you're when you're a child, and you say to yourself, like, "Hey, when I get this age, I want to be. I don't want to be nothing like it, or I want to be like it." In my case, it wasn't really like nothing bad, but I knew that I wanted to be different, and I wanted to have a different route in my life path. And so that's what uh, gave me motivation to continue to do things um, that I like that uh, I didn't really see my family doing. What was it about your upbringing? And you and I have had a chance to chat about this on a previous show. Um, but your upbringing wasn't, you know, peaches and cream. It, it, we have similar upbringings, right? It, it wasn't like yeah. a silver spoon handed to us. Uh, how did that impact? and cultivate your current mindset? Uh, it just always wanted me. I always, like, my upbringing always, uh, the message was always that I need to do more so that I can have more so that I can be able to help out more, you know? And um, I think my entrepreneur, uh, Brian, has showed that, you know, um, there's no limit to the things that I can get into as long as I stay focused, keep God first, and, and, and keep positive thoughts uh, running. There's nothing that I can't accomplish. Like, why not me? Now, when you were growing up, I know that you had, you've had you got some brothers and um, uh, that you was grew up in. It was a busy family. I know you had a lot, a lot of cousins and a lot of things going on. But I remember you telling me that it could have been easy for you to go in a different direction. Uh, but you decided to not only make football um, your, you know, your way out, but track and athletics. How important was that decision for you then? And how important is that decision for kids to make now in order to stay out of the mess that they can get themselves in if they're not in the environment that is conducive to doing right things? It's crazy. Um, you can you you make life changing uh, moves and choices every day, and uh, my my life changing. Uh, choice or move that I made was when I was in uh, 10th grade, uh, going into 10th grade in high school. Uh, before that, I was going to public school, you know, being around kids in the neighborhood that I played optimist sports with. Uh, and 
it was cool, you know, to be able to go to school with your friends. But you know, sometimes you have friends that um, not all that aren't on the same path as you, and you know, you can get you can get lost in the sauce uh, dealing with those type of characters. So um, I was able to uh, go somewhere, run at a track meet, and uh, it was a coach out the track meet that went to a school that I had wound up graduating from later on uh, in high school um, named Anthony Walker. His son actually plays for the Cleveland Browns right now. He's going to his fifth year in the NFL. His dad was uh, helped me make a life-changing move to go to Monsignor Pace, which is a, a private school. And, uh, you know, when I got to the private school, it just felt like I was getting ready for college. It just was motivating me. And, you know, seeing college scouts come to the school to check out their athletics uh, you know, I was I was very grateful for Coach Walker and you know the people in place that helped me get to that point. When you decided to go to Florida, right? You went to Florida. You decided to follow football. When did you realize that you were that good? Well, I went to South Florida. Went to South and, Florida, uh, right? Um, pretty much in little league. And my little league team, I always been like one of the best players on my team. And um, at my park, you know, we had Teddy Bridgewater. We had uh, wow. even Kenny Phillips played there before. He's a little older. Um, we had Stedman Bailey. He played He played in the NFL for quite a while. We had a few players come through just my park alone, uh, a few players. So, I mean, I kind of always knew that I had something. And it just got fine-tuned once I got to Monsignor Pace because I was a dual athlete there and I was running track and I was playing football and we was going to state and we was um, getting put into the newspaper. So it was kind of like being like a mini uh, celebrity or, or NFL player, but in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's when I knew. Like when I when I went to Marcinia Pace and I had Ohio State and University of Miami and LSU coming to the school, uh it really wasn't at like no one in my family really had these type of opportunities. So it was kind of big, but it wasn't, it didn't really feel big. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause nobody, I can't really, I can't really, re- nobody really could relate or know or knew what to do in these situations. So I had to really pretty much go through figuring this stuff out by myself and, and, you know, praying and talking to my grandmother about my decisions and, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, most people will never, ever, 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 ever have the experience of knowing what it is to play for a Super Bowl game, play on in a Super Bowl, let alone win a Super Bowl champion. So in the last minute, minute and a half here, you got to share with us, brother. What did it feel like knowing that, number one, you were playing on a Super Bowl caliber team with the Broncos, you were with Peyton Manning? Um, and when you got to the Super Bowl, what did that feel like? What did it feel like to win? Let's let's close this segment with that. Oh, it's just like uh, it's just like another dream come true. Like, but <laughs> uh, when you win it, you know, at the Super Bowl, you get two weeks there. You know, you go there for the first week, you do the media day, that stuff, and then, well, actually, you don't go there for two weeks. The first week, you're planning at your respective city. You're having a practice. You're getting ready for that. So, like, a lot of emotion is going through your mind after you win the uh, AFC or NFC championship game. Uh, just just saying that you're going to the Super Bowl and then, you know, you get to watching clips of other Super Bowl teams and how they won it and things like that. So it's kind of 
like being in your dream, but not really uh, getting lost or psyched out for that dream, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure the coaches had to keep all of the, the players focused on the big game and then all the, the reality of the celebration afterwards one way or another. Um, I mean, our team was pretty much uh, our team was pretty much close together. Uh, we had, so it was a few players on the team who had been there previous where we lost the Super Bowl to the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So this around, you know, we were more mature this time around. We we knew what we wanted. We knew what we had to do to get there. And, and you know, it was just laser focus on, on everybody on the team from special teams to defense to offense. And we all picked each other up. And it was a, it was a definitely a team effort on how we won the Super Bowl. Kayvon, when we come back after the break, I want to talk about the transitioning, uh, the transition period you're in right now and what you are doing to prepare for the next journey uh, that you are waiting on. So when we come back after the break, let's dive into that. Folks, we're going to come back with Kayvon Webster right after the break. Why are so many of our young people lost and not living up to their full potential? As parents, it's difficult for us to watch our children this way, unsure of their future. Opportunities exist for those who prepare to recognize and take advantage of them. Our recent guest, Dr. Alfred Titus, the author of the book, Forward Motion, has empowered people to understand that if you open your eyes and change the mindset of young people and allow them to recognize and take advantage of their full potential, things can change. Please pick up a copy of his book, Forward Motion, The Keys to Progress and Success, available at Amazon.com. Chef Gorgie, the engineer turned chef, has created gourmet pasta sauces to help you make restaurant quality gourmet dishes at home. Your family and friends will think that you've spent hours in the kitchen preparing that delicious meal. Made with quality ingredients and no added sugar, the award winning sauces are available at DFW area Whole Foods, Jimmy's Italian Food Store, Royal Blue, and of course, Gorgie's Restaurant, as well as on Amazon. And you can find them at Gorgie Gourmet. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, so I've been taking garlic, and it works. I take garlic every day to help maintain healthy cholesterol. No garlic breath. And garlic is a world leader in garlic potency, so you know it works. Take charge of your cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. When you're at home, you can always listen to KLIF. Just ask your smart speaker. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. On the line here with NFL Super Bowl 50 champion cornerback Kayvon Webster having a great conversation, unwrapping a conversation that deals with uh, all of the the intricacies of a star athlete, but also an entrepreneur mindset. But I wanted to ask you, Kayvon, because you and I were chatting about 
transitions and how some people can get caught up in an idle mode while they're waiting for the next opportunity for the for the next door to open. So what do you say to those that find themselves waiting for the next opportunity to present itself? People that are like in limbo or they're they're in a transition period because that's where you're at right now. What do you say to those people? I just feel like you can't wait for opportunities. You got to make them. Because no one is out here just giving out opportunities. You have to be able to just create it yourself. Yesterday when you and I were chatting, you had mentioned something that I think was so key. And if you could elaborate on that, you mentioned that right now, as you're sort of waiting, you're preparing. You're working on yourself and you're preparing. Uh, Would you say that that is probably one of the most important things that anybody can do? Is that one of the most important things that you're doing right now in between, sort of in this waiting period? I just feel like you know, as a man and as a human being, that uh, you can't wait. Like, you have control of your life. You're the one that makes the decisions. Um, you're unique in your own self. And uh, truly, only you, you, only you know what's going on in your mind and the things that you want to accomplish. And those things can only be accomplished through uh, action and uh, and just doing, you know. Yeah, absolutely right. Only you know what's going on in your mind. And I think anybody who stays idle, which a lot of people have a tendency to do, right? When they don't know what's up ahead, when there's a level of uncertainty, when there's this concern about what's coming around the corner, most people, they'll just freeze up. They'll paralyze. They will wait for things to happen to them. They'll wait for life to happen to them as opposed to doing what you're doing, which is planning, preparing, getting better, sharpening your skills. In fact, I see you post your videos of your workouts on Facebook. You're doing something so that you could be prepared for success or that new opportunity when it arrives. And I think there's a lot to be said about that. Uh, Let me ask you, you also recently mentioned that you're planning on going back to school. So here you are, football player, building your businesses, but there's something that you want to do that has a lot to do with going back and getting further education. Why is that something important for you to do considering that you've got all these other things going on? Uh, you know, the opportunity was presented through the NFL. You know, they help, they uh, actually assist you with getting your, your master's degree or finishing your undergrad degree. So I just want to take advantage of all the uh, programs that's available um, while I'm not playing uh, or, I want to just find the best way to utilize my time and, you know, utilizing your time to gain information about fields that you're in is the best, you know, the best learning tool you can, you can have for you to be successful. Now you mentioned you're going to pursue degrees further in your education in business. Yes. Now, why is that? Why business? Uh, so I have a so uh when it comes to business uh you know I have uh I had I've had an, I had an 18 wheeler drive van carrier service um that's the 18 wheeler company it's called Webster Express it's active but uh I kind of put a halt on it uh for now because the food industry has become more time consuming on getting consistency cuz I have uh the food truck and I now have the lounge restaurant mm-hmm. and so I'm working on some other things like, you know, the animations and the, and the kids books. And then, uh, I just finished showing, uh, one of my properties out here in sunrise, um, to a seller. So it's a, it's a lot of things going on on the business side of things that 
I feel like if I go back to school, I can it can help me be more organized uh, and more uh, receptive of what's going on in the business. You know what I'm saying? So why not utilize it if they're paying for it? You know, mm-hmm. might as well utilize it. You know, I tell you something, there's a lot of wisdom in that. And I hope that folks that are listening are paying attention to two things that I picked up as you're speaking. Number one, if the resources are available to you, you might as well take advantage of them. I think that there's folks who have resources available to them. You, you're lucky enough to have resources available through the NFL. I know folks that are, uh, they have access to resources that are provided to them in the military because they're serving. And the military provides for them opportunity to go and further their education. But these folks who have resources available to them don't take advantage of it. You're taking advantage of it, which is a smart move. The second thing that I appreciate you said is what one of our prior guests said, who's the president of a major bank out here. In fact, he's the sponsor of today's show, Texas Security Bank. He had he deals with business owners all the time. And one of the things that he was talking about was that just because you have an idea for a business doesn't mean that, you're, that you'll be successful if you don't know the ins and outs of running a business. And there's right. a difference between I got a business and then knowing business. And you pursuing right. that education is going to help you be a better business person, not just being a business owner. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So kudos for you on that. I appreciate it. Now, you mentioned something to me about your third book called History Mystery. I want to get into that in a minute, but the book that you and I first started to talk about when we met was a book that, in fact, you showed me the Instagram uh, videos that you were posting with the funny character, and it it was very, very clever. That book was centered around helping kids learn new words, I believe it was. And it was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty cool. But you've chosen in that book and in your your next book, History Misty, a uh, history mystery. Uh, you're you're choosing children as the centerpieces, as the central figures in the book. Why have you chosen to go that route? Um, the children are the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything revolves around them. Uh, you know, uh, we. <laughs> Like lifting the youth up will make the world will make the world a better place, and if we can continue to do that and you know educate them uh, about the the mistakes that we made growing up, and, and just you know making that information available for them, um, the sky's the limit for they. The sky is not really not the limit, but you know that saying is really what it is for the kids. You know they have this information and they have these resources available to them that. There's no limit to what they can be. Tell us a little about History Mystery, which, by the way, I think it's a cool title, and uh, there's no question about it. It's an attention grabber. But what's History Mystery essentially about? Uh, so, so this this book is more so about taking. Um, it's about a it's a kid, you know. Uh, you know, kids don't really pay attention to to things. Um, that's not like funny or like eye catching to them. So this book is more so trying to be that piece that's eye catching, but a learning piece too, like a fun learning piece. Mm -hmm. And history is basically a kid going on a journey to a museum and, you know, he, he's not really enjoying himself on the museum. Uh, but the museum is a do not enter sign. He goes into that uh, sign and then just takes him back. And he just goes on a wonderful journey about learning uh, his culture, other cultures. Um, 
and it, it, it should be something fun. It's basically, you know, he's going to be able to go to Africa and learn about the scenery, learn about, you know, the clothing, the flowing river, uh, about how they used to transport the water, um, and then being able to step away from the experience and understand, like, how everything began. Then, you know, want to take them to uh, Egypt where where they can learn how to, uh, where the construction started, um, experiencing uh, the pyramids and the hier- hieroglyphics, trying to do something fun for them in, in, that, in that sense. And uh, really it's just like a blast from the past. Mm. Introducing old information and new, old information that you maybe have known or you didn't know, you know? And doing it in a fun way for kids, that makes a lot of sense. Doing it, yeah, doing it for a fun way for the kids to learn because kids are on YouTube and, you know, they it's just a different time for kids learning. You know, they, they're inseparable from those iPads. Listen, if you could put something that's educational and fun and meet them and, and meet the kids where they're at in terms of the resources and the tools that they're using right now to learn and make it in a, in a way that, uh, that is seamless for them to go from a TikTok video to the history mystery and learn about history. Uh, I think you've got a winner there. Um, so I'd let us know when that comes out and we'll get a chance to promote it here on the show. But I want to talk a little bit about faith because anyone who goes to your Instagram, anyone who goes to your Facebook page and looks at your posts, it is undeniable that you've got a strong faith that, that, that you really adhere to higher power. I mean, God is the center of your life and you, you are not, um, uh, you know, ashamed of that. I mean, you are vocal about that. How important is your faith to you? Um, my faith is, uh, is all I got. Mm-hmm. Um, it keeps me going. Mm. Uh, it's like my superpower, really. You know, I know that anything that I do, you know, God is with me, uh, good or bad. And if things are bad or negative, you know, you just got to always look for the positive and the negative so that it can work in your favor. Because not everything, not every day is peaches and cream, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, every day I just look, I look to make it peaches and cream. So I just look for the good. I look for the good in all things. Well, you certainly are blessed and you are becoming a blessing to others. And that's cyclical, man. You know, when you bless others, you get blessed. And if you continue to bless others with your blessing, you'll be blessed some more. That's just the way it works. That's a simple formula. They say, they say that's how you measure success about how many people you um, you bless and how many people you uplift to bring where you at. You that's know right. What I'm so. It's a tough journey because uh, at the end of the day, everybody has their own goals and everything that they want to accomplish. Um, long as you stay within the guidelines of, you know, not trying to direct someone um, play for play and you just give them the outline of how you feel like this is how I move, then that's all you can do. Brother, you hit a nail on the head right there. That's all you can do. Let me ask you this in our fast enough in our final minute here. Everybody's life is a lesson to someone else, whether they like it or not. That's just the way it is. What's the lesson that you're teaching others with your life right now and the lesson you want to leave behind one day to let people know that Kayvon Webster was here? Uh, let's see. That's a that's a, that's an interesting question because I, I was thinking about that too. Like what kind of legacy am I leaving behind? Like what do people what do I want people to think about me if I was to uh, not be here anymore? And uh, it comes down to, you know, I want to, I want to be remembered for, you know, the faith that I have on, 
on anything that I'm doing. You know, I put God first. You know, I pray to Him. I I write in my journal. Uh, I try to put out positive affirmations. And, you know, someone that was uh, positive, uh, he worked smart and he worked hard uh, to uplift his community mm-hmm. and others around the community. And, uh, you know, that's that's basically it. You know, just wanted to be known for my faith and my hard working. All right. Well, listen, those are two great things to be known by, two great lessons to leave behind as an imprint that Kayvon Webster was here far beyond the Super Bowl championship. Kayvon, it's been awesome having you on the show, brother. I want you to know that you've got an open mic here in the future if you want to come back and share with our audience what you are up to. Thanks for being on the show, bro. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. All right, brother. Folks, we're going to be right back with our author spotlight after the break. Hey everyone, Jay Mamie here from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I want to encourage you to visit my merchandise store. You can find it at thejmamie.com. A number of my inspirational, thought-provoking, action-stoking phrases and quotes that have been so much in demand over the last four or five years now are available in print. You can print them on your favorite coffee mug, print them on a poster. Take my thrive-minded content with you wherever you go. Visit my store at thejmamie.com. In his book, The Cadence of Excellence, author and top sales leadership coach and advisor in the world of business-to-business sales, my recent guest, Matt McDarby uses real-life examples to highlight how to make better leadership and training decisions today that will have a huge impact on you and the people that you lead. The Cadence of Excellence and his new book, The Ultimate Differentiator, are both available now on Amazon. Formula One is back. The most powerful global sports series returns for the ultimate celebration of speed and sound. America's biggest entertainment event will include an electric live performance from world-renowned superstar, the Piano Man, Billy Joel, the F1 U.S. Grand Prix, October 22nd through the 24th at Circuit of the Americas. Get tickets now at thecircuit.com. This is live. The border. There's a crisis. The bill is passed. Restrictions. The impact of variants are needing more vaccinations. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour. This, this, this is. This is real news and information. 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. On the line with me is our author spotlight, Dr. Alfred Titus Jr. I mentioned earlier, he's a retired 25-year veteran of the New York Police Department as a homicide detective and hostage negotiator. He's the CEO of A. Titus Consulting, as well as Forward Motion Life Success. He's a speaker. He's an assistant professor at John Jay College, and he's the author of his new book, Forward Motion, The Keys to Progress and Success. So, Dr. Titus, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. And hello to all of the listeners. I Uh, really appreciate being here. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Uh, Before we dive into your book and a little bit about uh, what's happening in your life right now and your message, uh, let's get our listeners up to speed by sharing a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, um, first off, I grew up in a tough neighborhood in New York City called South Jamaica, Queens. Tough Mm. neighborhood. Drugs, mm-hmm. crime, guns, everything, you know? So 
in my home was my dad, who was very cool and laid back, and my mom was the communicator. And my mom is the one that drove me to become the person that I am. My father was very laid back. He was like, you know, you know how some dads are, real cool. So my mom, she talked to us. She talked to my sister and I. It was just the two of us all the time. She used to run scenarios with us at the dinner and breakfast table. What would you do if this happened? What would you do if that happened? She prepared us for the world. And that was a big part of me staying straight. Um, in addition to that, I w- went to college. I got my bachelor's degree in electronics, believe it or not. Wow. I did that for, yeah, yeah. I did that for a few years, but felt that I wasn't uh, living up to my full potential. I wasn't reaching people. I wasn't talking to people. So I went into law enforcement, and I, I had an amazing career. I loved it. Um, I recommend that for everyone, even with everything that's going on right now. I know it's a little controversial, but what a career in NYPD. Became a hostage negotiator, um, went to the highest level as a detective, which is first grade in homicide. Uh, through all of that, I continued my education, and um once I retired, I, I realized that I still wanted to help society. I wanted to still be a positive uh, part of the world. So I started my business, Forward Motion, to talk to the youth and help the youth that are very similar to the ones I've seen on the streets in New York City that were just lost and uh, misguided. And um, and then I started a A-Titus Consulting to also try to help law enforcement become more in tune with the communities that they serve. So uh, with that, you know, I wrote the book. I wrote another book. I wrote Forward Motion to speak to the youth. And I wrote um, another book, uh, Positive Side of Policing, to speak to the law enforcement community and those going into law enforcement. So it's been a great uh, life so far, Great uh, Jay, I got to say. That's amazing, brother. That is an eclectic yeah. history right there. That is some life resume. And that's that's yeah. just the trailer version. You gave us the trailer version. I'm sure if we had more time, there's some stories that you can share that would just uh, oh, yeah. um, oh, amaze yeah, people, right? Um, <laughs> Absolutely. But what inspired you to write this book, Forward Motion, Keys to Progress and Success? What inspired you to write this book, considering your first book was about the positive side of policing, so a very different kind of book. So I'm curious to kind of understand what was it that inspired you to take this direction in writing? Right, right. Well, it was a combination of things. First of all, it was my life. I feel that I was prepared for what I experienced in the streets, and I knew how to avoid certain things that were happening in my community and not get caught up with the negativity that was going along that was going on that would have drawn me way down. So that was one aspect. And it was all because I had someone talking to me. I had someone in my ear. My mother was constantly reminding me of how special I was. And and as I told you before, running scenarios and things like that, um, it prepared me. The other thing was my law enforcement career. When I actually got out into the streets and saw how many of our youth were misguided and lost and they were living a dangerous life on the edge, Jay. It was, Mm. it was a scary thing to see that and to have to deal with those, with those young people. And, and even in my criminal investigations and, and, and talking to them, interviewing them, I'm, I am trying to 
like awaken them and let them realize that there's so much more to life and why are you doing this to yourself over and over and over again. And part of that is why I decided to retire because I realized that sometimes coming from a law enforcement perspective, these kids are not even listening to you to begin with. Not only do they don't want to talk to the police, they don't even want to listen to the police. So I figured as a retiree, I could, as a regular person in their eyes, I could reach them more. Um, and the final thing that made me write this book was my son. My, I saw my son growing up and making some of the same mistakes I did. And I feel that not only my mother talking to me is what saved me, but thank God God was watching out for me, Jay, because I could, I could not be sitting here talking to you right now. And I wasn't sure if God or luck, however you want to look at it, was going to be so kind to my son and let him get away with some of the things and be lucky enough not to get caught up in some of the bad things that I did. So I decided, let me write this book for him. Let me write this book for all of the youth out there that just need guidance and, and for, for people in general as well. Well, I think it's a great book to write. And I, I think the title, Forward Motion, kind of tells people what the book is about, about looking forward, right? It's about keeping your eye on the prize, about not worrying about your history, but focusing on your destiny, which a lot of people, I believe, oftentimes miss their destiny because their eyes are set on the history. And uh, that certainly is not going to serve you if you are looking to progress in life and have success in life. But did you? would you say that your real world experiences – Obviously, you mentioned the youth, right? So in your 25 years of working on the job, you, you, you've seen enough to know um, that uh, decisions you make can either bring you down or, or bring you up, uh, put you in a situation where you're surrounded with good people. Would you say your real world experiences, though, played a part in writing your book's message? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even before I got on the job, in, in the book, there's a story about the situation that kind of turned my life around, the final straw, let's say, that allowed me to realize that I no longer need to be around these people because this is taking me down. And I think it was things like that, realizing that and, and making the right choices because of what I had learned through my parents and, and then going into the job and seeing a lot of these youth that I, you know, sometimes you talk to them and you can hear that they're not, you know, that they, they, that, they're good people and, and, and they could get through life and they could, they could make better choices and better decisions. So I realized that at that point, it was a matter of the mindset. If you have the right mindset, Jay, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. And that, and, and, you know, taking everything, the obstacles and everything and putting it into one ball, I would say that the mindset is the, the thing that you need in order to get past everything, get through everything and continue moving forward. Absolutely. You speak about, because you're also a speaker. In fact, yeah. you and I met at a speaking event at John Jay College a few years ago. Uh, yeah. We both had different topics and that's where you and I met speaking to the uh, the youth there at, uh, at John Jay. Uh, but you, and you still obviously speak all over the place, but you speak often about avoiding life's obstacles, avoiding life's obstacles. Can you elaborate on that? Yes. Well, I mentioned obstacles and barriers a lot in my book, in my speaking events. It is these obstacles that could be physical obstacles, like getting involved with the wrong people, the wrong things. Mm -hmm. And most people don't understand. I mean, most people can understand and relate to those. Those are the obvious, obvious, I mean, the, 
the obvious obstacles. However, there are other obstacles, and you are very familiar with this, Jay, because this is your this is what you talk about all the time, and that are, that is obstacles in your mind. I believe the mind is the biggest obstacle for most, even bigger than physical um, obstacles. One of the biggest obstacles is fear, but fear comes from somewhere, and it comes from the difficulties and the issues within our childhood, the negative messages we've, we've received as a child growing up, you can't do this, you're, you're no good, you're this, you're that. And these obstacles can, can stop someone from even trying to be successful or realizing that they need to change their mindset because their self-esteem and confidence are so destroyed from, from, from youth a lot of times. So getting the right mindset allows them to overcome these obstacles and destroy these things that are holding them back. And that's why avoiding your obstacles is very important. It's also, you have to remember, it's physical and mental obstacles. I love that. You're absolutely right. Obstacles could be tangible. Obstacles could be intangible. So you hit the nail on the head. Not every book is meant to be read by everybody. Certainly you can, right? And there's no one, there's no one, uh, is, is prevented from reading a book that they want to. But not every book is written for every audience. So who would you say, so that we're crystal clear, what is the audience that would be best served by reading your book and your message? Well, my book is geared towards the youth. I would say they are between maybe 10 and all the way through through college. But it can also relate to adults. But a lot of times adults, already set in their ways and and although there's a lot of information in this book they will be able to use it if they're open to the pot to the possibility of change but basically it's to guide the youth that do not have someone to talk to or as we know a lot of our youth today they just don't listen to the adults that are trying to talk to them the parents the teachers but a lot of times you put them in the right setting and you get them to remove all of the things that are blocking them, like social media, this, that, the other, and you can actually get through. Because people need, a lot of times our youth need some kind of mentorship, some type of guidance, especially in today's world. There's so much going on. Dr. Titus, where could people find your book, purchase the book? Where could they do that? Not only just individuals, but I think this is the kind of book that organizations, that group leaders, that counselors, that those in ministry should buy the book in bulk and then have you come in and speak. So that way the book can be handed out to those individuals in the audience, but also hear you speak live. In our last 10 seconds, where could somebody locate your book? Well, the books are the book is on Amazon. It's Forward Motion, The Keys to Progress and Success. It's a red cover and you can't miss it. Folks, that's a wrap. Another incredible day of thriving on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. We'll see you next Sunday for your next hour of Thrive Time.